0: Hi, welcome to Authentically ADHD with your host, me, Carmen, where we talk all things ADHD, the good, the bad, the ugly. I give you tips and tricks, and I love talking about it. I'm an early childhood special education teacher. I am a certified life coach and I'm a fellow ADHDer. We have a lot of topics that we can overshare, and talk about. So let's get started. Hey my friend, how are you? No, really, how are you? Is it hard to identify the name of the feeling that you're having right now? That is totally normal. And that's what we're talking about today ADHD and emotions. It's a struggle for all of us. So let's talk about why and ways that we can combat it, ways that we can put in supports for ourselves, and ways that we can learn more about emotions. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey listener, if you're enjoying this show, you should totally subscribe to it so that you can see when new episodes pop right up into your feed. In Spotify, if you go up at the top and click follow, it'll notify you every time there's a new episode. Then, really quick, as you're listening to this, right under the follow little um, bubble, there's a rating bubble. If you could just rate this podcast and give some feedback, possibly maybe answer the poll question that's underneath the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope that you're enjoying whatever you're doing today or tonight. Have a great one. So the first thing I do want to go over is that I am not a doctor. Therapist, psychiatrist. I'm a life coach. I'm a teacher. I'm an ADHD who has had a lot of experience. I have researched a ton on these topics and I've also gone through courses. And as you know, I learn a ton in my coaches program focused. Okay, so now that I've gotten that out of the way, as you know, ADHD, I mean, or you may not know, but ADHD is not a deficit in attention. It's not a deficit in anything, really, besides regulation. It's a deficit in our ability to regulate our executive functions that are placed in our prefrontal cortex. It's that terrible CEO who can't keep his attention on one thing because we have so much of it. Wow, I really went into like an analogy there but our prefrontal cortex, basal ganglia, and singular cortex are the wired differently so regulating anything is hard especially emotions because we feel them so incredibly intensely. So I want to make you aware of why our ADHD brains feel emotions so strongly. Because there is no research that says that ADHD makes us feel emotions strongly. What happens is we process our emotions through our brains. Our working memory is part of where we process emotions and working memory is something that we don't have a lot of control over. So our working memory challenges literally allow our emotion to take over our entire brains for like a minute. That's why you feel filled with emotion when you have one. And we're prone to ruminating on emotions that don't feel good. We are prone to negative emotions and we have a really hard time shifting out of them. We bottle up our fear. We avoid feeling our feelings. And ironically, that's why we feel so much so often, because we avoid feeling our emotions. We don't set aside any time for it because it's uncomfortable. Now remember, your brain is trying to keep you safe. That's the only reason it's uncomfortable. Why is this important? Because our emotions directly impact the action we take in life. And taking actions from emotions like fear, anxiety, shame, Guilt, etc., never leads to good results. Your brain will even throw in some problematic positive thoughts, which do not produce positive results. You can check out my episode on problematic positive thoughts for more on that. Awareness is really the first step here. When we're aware of our instability of emotions that feel like a huge wave, a boulder on your back, a hailstorm whipping you around, whatever resonates with you. Our emotions are strong, and regulating them is not easy. So, fun but not so fun fact, emotional instability actually used to be part of the criteria in the DSM-5 for diagnosing ADHD. Frankly, I do not understand why they took it off. There should have been more added, not taken away. But I don't get to decide that, so let's move on, shall we? So, in preparing for this episode, I went back to when I was first diagnosed and how it felt. I felt so much shame. I was relieved, but I also felt rage. And I also felt so left behind. Through childhood, I was conditioned not to trust my emotions because any time I had an emotion, they were always strong and it was always too much. And I was always told that I either wasn't truly feeling the set emotion, I was too young to have emotions like that, or I was told that I was overreacting. Even if this wasn't your exact experience, think about emotions and how they were treated or handled in your home when you were a kid. I promise it'll connect to how you deal with them now. So because of the fact that ADHD is highly heritable, um, and that our parents' generation did not have the emotional literacy to teach us how to assess our emotions, how to process them, feel them, and navigate through them, because they didn't know. They did the best they could with what they had. I mean, I've said this before because it bears repeating. The point of life is not to feel good. Happiness is not a destination. We do need to understand our emotions. All humans do. Because all humans have this in their life they have a circumstance. They have thoughts about it. They have an emotion that drives their actions. That is a human experience. So again, if you want the results from actions you are proud of, you need to pay attention to your thoughts and your thought-emotion combinations, when and how they show up, and why. Because there's no area of our life that ADHD doesn't take a part of. It affects every aspect, all to differing degrees, but it's there. So, we have to develop systems and supports and scaffolding to help us when our inner monologue isn't working, when we get flooded with emotions, or when we have tasks we must do, but our brains just won't let us do it. In the ADHD brain, emotions are felt strongly. Our brains are not wired to self assess. Neurotypical brains can use their inner monologue to find out why they're feeling the way that they do along with the name of the emotion, usually. For us, it takes a bit more work because we feel the emotion strongly first. We aren't even aware that it came from a thought. So in order for us to untangle and know what we are feeling and why, we have to do something we really don't like doing. And that is sitting with the negative emotion, no matter how uncomfortable. And I'm not saying you have to do this for a long time, A few minutes is fine, but in order to continue being productive and function during the day, we must be willing to feel negative emotions. When I learned this, I was mind blown because I thought I was the only one who felt. Hey listener, if you're enjoying this show... You should totally subscribe to it so that you can see when new episodes pop right up into your feed. In Spotify, if you go up at the top and click follow, it'll notify you every time there's a new episode. Then, really quick, as you're listening to this, right under the follow little um, bubble, there's a rating bubble. If you could just rate this podcast and give some feedback, possibly maybe answer the poll question that's underneath the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope that you're enjoying whatever you're doing today or tonight. Have a great one. I literally thought I was the only one who felt my feelings like a tidal wave. Sweeping me right into the ocean. I really did. So let's go over it again. It's super important to feel our emotions. Because our emotions directly impact our actions and results in our lives. So take a look at your results that you're getting in your life right now. Take a look at the actions you're taking. And then look back at your emotions and... You'll see how they connect. We have ADHD brains have a much, much harder time identifying our emotions because we feel them strongly. And most of the time, we have no idea what caused it. So in order to process, in order to identify and navigate through these emotions, how how I invite you to start is by writing down your thoughts all of them. Your brain is not a storage locker and looking at what you are thinking in relation to what you are feeling will make it make sense. Because remember, a circumstance creates automatic thoughts which trigger a feeling and our feelings always fuel our actions. That's just basic psych 101 human behavior. Another thing that really helped me was becoming more emotionally literate. I'm I'm already a preschool teacher, so I was pretty emotionally literate, but adult emotionally literate is a bit different. So I did listen to Atlas of the Heart by Brené Brown. I highly highly recommend. I will link in the show notes. I love the way she groups the emotions together. And if any credit should be given, it should be to my coach, Kristen Carter, who brought up this book during our emotional regulation month, which you can get access to if you join Focused, also linked in the show notes. So for me, once I learned how to slow down, stop, and actually feel my feelings, knowing some of the names of them, or even having a, look, a list to like reference to, and then knowing what to do with them. Actually really learning what not to do with them, which is what I used to do with my emotions, which was throw them at other people who didn't deserve it. That's what I did with my emotions because I didn't know how to cope with them properly. So thanks to focused therapy and my own willingness to grow, change and learn, I do not throw my emotions at people anymore. Well, Not perfect, I guess it still does happen, but now my instinct is to stop and let the emotion come. Actual emotions, just FYI, they only last two minutes. When you find that you keep bringing that emotion back up, it's because you haven't fully processed it and it's actually considered like self-harm when you keep bringing your emotion back up. If you find that you cannot get through an emotion, like an emotion keeps coming, you're surfing it, you can't feel like you can get out of you don't feel like you can get out of it, I really encourage you to get in contact with a trauma-informed therapist because they can help you, um, you know, sort those out. I am, again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, um, I definitely supports you seeking out a trauma-informed therapist to have to help you sort out what emotions are emotions and what emotions are trauma responses because with adhd anxiety and other mental health difficulties we feel before thinking so the process is stop feel it then either put it aside or do a complete brain dump of all the thoughts in your head I promise you, this makes it so much easier to find the name and reason for your emotion. For humans, a lot of times, awareness is enough. If you want to dive deeper into these topics, get some support from several coaches in a community that supports you and understands you by heading to my show notes. Or you can join Focus, or you can have a free call with me to see if this support would work for you. Or you can join Focused the ADHD group coaching program for adults. That's all I have for now, friends. Stay authentic. Talk to you soon.